Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. We have the trio. The trio. Yeah. That's three, right? There's okay. four people here. Oh, no. Let's you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Shane Adamos, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Dr. Nicolas. Doing great. Hey. And Dr. Steph. Hello. All right. Today, we are talking about why you, you listening right now, need to do single leg exercises. Mm-hmm. What's a single leg exercise, guys? Shane, help me out. I guess the easiest way is doing... Some sort of movement where one leg is doing the work. Uh, okay. I guess one of the easiest things to uh, think of is when you see someone at the gym and they're stepping up on a box. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're using one leg to step up. Yep. Or they should be using <laughs> one leg to step up onto that box. Um, for those that are kind of a little bit more in tune with what you see uh, in a CrossFit gym as well, just the novelty of a pistol squat so squatting on one leg with the other leg being held out in front of you going all the way down all the way up and more often than not people trip over that's okay because i'm right there with you guys too yes all right so uh what dr steph what are the benefits what do you say because this can vary depending on what you want to do but what what are the benefits like why most people just do squats and there's nothing wrong with that but why do you have to do a one-leg exercise um it's kind of similar to doing an exercise with a barbell and then you go to dumbbells and it's that mm-hmm. that disconnect that you exactly. lose your stability, right? That okay. other yeah. limb is there Correct. to help stabilize. And when you take that away, you're forced to kick in a lot more accessory muscles, kick in a lot more core, um, more balance, yep. and more strength. So it's just it's harder and it's it'll tease out your weaknesses. Agreed. It will, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, one of the biggest things I've heard that was pretty interesting to me that blew my mind was a well-known strength coach, and he said, uh, you can back squat, say, 300 pounds, but can you do a lunge with 150 pounds on you? Oh. No, right? Mm-hmm. So doing one-leg exercises, mm-hmm. well, that's a split squat, but doing one-leg exercises really makes you focus on one, and I think there's benefits to that because you could you have compensations and blah, 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 but you have to do single-leg exercises. Yes. Or you're going to fall. Yes. You just, your balance is going to, you're going to fall <laughs> at some point in your life. <laughs> for, what, for most people, that like, all right, why should I be doing that? Well, Look at, let's say, someone that just walks or runs. Mm. Try walking or running without balancing on one foot at a time. Oh, sure. It's part of the way you Mm -hmm. walk, part part of of the way you run. It's part of that gait. Without having the strength to be on one leg, to balance on one leg, to propel yourself off of that one leg, you really can't walk or run. Correct. Correct. And when would you say that, you know, how do you know if, if you have uh, one leg that's different from the other? How do you know that? What type, what leads you to know that you have asymmetries? Uh, most people are either right-sided or left-sided. Well, everybody's either right-sided or left-sided. <laughs> um, so that means you have a dominant leg most likely, and you've most likely been using one or the other a lot since birth. So you, you probably have some asymmetries and depending upon your sports or daily activities, 
you have developed uh, a lot more asymmetries over your lifetime. Is that a bad thing? No, usually the the best athletes are the most asymmetrical ones. Interesting, right? <laughs> so I'd say that's actually a really good point. I feel like However, uh, yeah, correct. Asymmetries can lead to issues, either overuse injuries or um, uh, compensation. Yeah, compensation yeah. patterns. Injuries. Right. Yeah. So, and, and to simplify that, that would be, you know, for instance, you run you run a mile three times a week. Sure. That's three miles. And if you just look at your shoe wear. And you have you look at your shoes and you see that one shoe tends to wear out more quickly than the other. What that means is that shoe is an indication of the amount of stress that's going through your foot, knee, hip, and back on one side compared to the other. So when you come in to see a physical therapist at Sports Performance Physical Therapy, <laughs> we're gonna look at your shoes. Like or we're gonna look at your back. The reason why you have back pain, hip pain. Is all depending on so many variables, but single exercises is a big contributor to pain, mm-hmm. right? And we're not even talking about general function and performance. We know that it could lead to pain. Now, there are a lot of athletes who have asymmetries, baseball players, golfers. That's the nature of the sport, right? Um, runners, you want runners, to be yeah. extremely symmetrical. Yes. You and do. you'll see runners with knee pain and you'll look at their single leg stability on one side and it'll be very poor compared mm-hmm. to the other side yeah. and they'll be like well, I have knee pain on that side go figure yeah right so well, it, I, I think the coolest thing is if you find an asymmetry and you're like why is this knee why do you have an issue with this knee what happened and you're like oh I had an injury three years ago or I had uh-huh. surgery three years ago and you're like you Amazing. still have weaknesses from Amazing. something that happened three years ago and mm-hmm. they don't they didn't even know it mm-hmm. so that that kind of stuff is really cool to find yeah, and and I think that um, a real quick self-assessment tool is to literally you're standing or you're sitting down right now, stand up, get on one leg, and try and do a mini squat. I Meaning you don't have to go all the way down. Maybe just try and aim for your chair. Do the squat, come right back up. Go on the other side, do the same thing, and go back up. Which one felt different? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is more challenging, unstable. Uh, you feel like you're gonna weaker. fall. Mm-hmm. It's weaker. That tells you something. So that alone is the best self-assessment tool you can do. You just save a lot of money before you go to other places <laughs> and, and look at, you know, shoe wear run and all this other stuff. Do I need orthotics or whatever it may be for runners? But I think that a lot of times just by identifying that, you know that one side is different than the other. And you want to, you want to clear, you know, clear those up, um, especially if you're a runner. But if you're, if you're a weightlifter, that's the same thing too, right? That we know that maybe if you do one squats, stronger in a squat yeah, you're pushing up yeah. on one more than the other. I mean, Shane, you see this. I mean, you train people all day. That is one of those things where you see a strength asymmetry where like one leg is driving harder into the ground. 100%. You'll see that hip shift. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like now everybody's going to go and like watch for shifting (laughs) hips when you're squatting, right? Like you'll see that one just kind of come up a little bit faster than the other uh, or when someone's running, kind of going back or going back to that balance test, Mm -hmm. something as simple as just looking in the mirror. Mm. stand on one leg and mm. one hip just whoop, drops yeah, yeah. Like for most, sure more than likely it's the leg that you're lifting up yeah right something's not working something's off well that's going to tell us when we look at you at sports performance physical therapy <laughs> that there's some sort of issue either going up the chain down the chain Correct. or both yeah and so it, yep. there, there's pain being caused because there is an asymmetry especially if you're loading a barbell yeah. Yes. You're tying two things together. One side might be weak. Well, yeah. the strong side is going to help compensate. 100%. You're tying the whole system together Correct. like that. 100%. And, and it doesn't take a lot to address these asymmetries oh, no. or no. these you know uh, imbalances. 
honestly, balance, if it's true balance issue, there's nothing like practice. You just mm-hmm. practice and practice and practice. So when you're brushing your teeth, stand on that foot. You're washing dishes, oh, like you stand on that foot. You're waiting in line at the grocery store, you stand on that foot. You just get practice. That's all you have to do. Talking about practice. practice. <laughs> so you, you, you have to get practice on this. And, and um, there, it's an easy solution repeated many, many times per day. This is not like you can do this for a minute and it's going to get better. You've got to have 10,000 reps to make a change. This has been going on for a long period of time. Dr. Nick brought this up that, you know, this is probably started at birth, right? You know, we have yeah, some so form of bias. For sure. And and you see infants do it. They roll to one side or the <laughs> toddlers, they start moving to one side. So um, this is something that you have to reverse and address. And it is important because it can lead to pain. It can lead to asymmetries, uneven shoe wear, uh, uneven, you know, squatting, back, back pain, pain yep. shoulder pain, neck pain. So you come in to get a massage or treatment, you're like, I have this. And the reality is it's caused by so much more. You're just putting a bandaid on that. And that's why single exercises can be a simple solution. And it might be something you don't even notice throughout Mm -hmm. the day. Like it might be like, I know a lot of mothers carry a kid on one hip Mm -hmm. because they prefer, Mm -hmm. you know, one hand, Mm -hmm. their right hand free and they said they put their kid on the left hip Mm -hmm. or vice versa. Um, It might be something that you're doing like that every day that you don't even, you're not even aware of how asymmetrical it is. Or think about when you do a box jump. Do you always step down with the one sure. one leg versus the other leg? Try switching it to doing a box jump and then stepping down with the right and do a box jump and step down with the left and see if that feels weird to you because maybe you always do it on one side. Um, I'd, I'd suggest forcing yourself to try to get in those reps that you were just talking about 100%. and try to use the do leg. The that, side. Yeah, yeah. Do the awkward side. Yeah, so I'll up that one ante by saying when you go downstairs – you will find that you use one leg more than the other. Okay. I do this hiking. You do hiking, right? Yeah. You, you, de- yeah. you descend so one way. I always go down with like the I would right go, leg. I would go down. If I'm intuitively doing it right now, I would go lead with the left and I control with my right. That's me though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but when I go downstairs, I control a lot more with my left. So I like my left being behind me. So I step down with my right because mm-hmm. I feel more secure on my left. So... There's another simple test. We just talked about a single leg balance test. Go downstairs and see which one feels stronger, more stable, and how you can control that. That is easy. If you want to do box jumps, go for it. I, those are not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> I like stairs. <laughs> I like keeping my feet on the ground. <laughs> so um, I, I think those are easy. Um, what other exercises do you find uh, are beneficial for, for people to address? I said the split squats, which are lunges, right? You kind of you lunge in place. You bring one leg forward, and then you lunge down. Um, and then you compare that to the opposite side. So lunges, I feel like, are a great, easy avenue to work on single leg strength um, without putting a lot of stress on your knees or back or whatever it may be. So a lunge would be my recommendation. What do you guys have? I think it has to be like a graded approach if you're thinking mm. about, especially when we're dealing with like a stability on one side type issue. A uh, split squat is a great place to start, especially in that half kneeling 90-90 position because now you can kind of s- split your, your weight evenly. But in that position, being able to lean that torso forward a little bit more, start biasing that front leg. Now we can load that front leg, and as we get more and more reps and get more used to it, now rather than treating that back leg as a true support leg, just think of it as a kickstand. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. necessarily mm-hmm. bearing the weight, the front leg is going to be the working one. 
that backlight can now take a bunch of different forms. You know, now we can put that up on a step or a box. And now it's yeah. like very much like a Bulgarian split squat. Yeah. Um, from there, uh, you know, if you can gain the confidence in being able to hold that hip hinging pattern, single leg. So now we're looking at a single leg Romanian deadlift, and it could be without weight. It could just be something uh, as simple as standing on one leg kicking the other leg out back to help balance, reach out forward, yep. and just touch something. Huge. Yes. You know, so now we're kind of grading that approach. But even in that, that single leg Romanian deadlift, if we get to the point where we're reaching out, and it's like, well, we're about to topple over. Of course, for safety, that back leg becomes a kickstand momentarily. Just get there. And you're in. Get your stability back. That thing continue on movement. So yeah. then we can kind of grade it into now truly uh, a single leg kind of strength and movement either by virtue of a step up onto a box unassisted from the back leg or pistol squat. Oh. So we can yeah. kind of we yeah. can work our way up into you know addressing instability and the strength issue, strengthening that with a kickstand and then as we progress further Huge. now we become independent of that kickstand and focus solely on that one leg doing the work. Yeah, that, that's huge. Dr. Nick, what do you what do you got? What's your your go-to, what's an easy oh, thing? My Beginner favorite, to moderate, what do you My favorite is the Bulgarian split squat. And Ooh. Shane mentioned the single leg RDL. And um, then I like side lunges. Side oh. lunges? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, so a side lunge uh, for, the, for the listeners out there, um, it's literally a lunge. Say you lunge forward, uh, you almost like turn 90 degrees. How, how do you do a, la- a sideways lunge or a lateral lunge? Hard to explain. Ooh, tough. Maybe I'll do a video with this one. This is intense. Just to step out to the side and you do kind of a a squat into that leg while the other leg's, you know, hanging out. Straight. Yeah. Yeah, that's a a tough exercise. That is tough, Uh, especially you you add load. And it's complex for some people because they've never moved in that plane. Yeah, that one with a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah, so a sideways lunge, Bulgarian split squats, uh, stairs, easy ways step to address ups, yeah. step ups, right? Yeah. Anything that your your foot is on the ground or one pistols. foot is on the ground. P- oh, pistols. <laughs> you guys heard of these? We're not talking about ammo or anything else. We're talking about. I like getting into like. Single leg squats. Yeah, single leg squats. So I like getting into like a door frame or something where I can hold on to something sturdy mm. and go down into as low. Oh, I, I understand. But I can use the door frame to kind of help lean back support and you. Yeah, support myself. Okay. Agreed. Mm. I like none of those exercises. <laughs> none. none. Um, yeah. So, so again, that is that is why you need to have single exercises so that way you can stay healthy, uh, avoid injury, and improve your overall performance and general health and reduce your risk of falls. A lot of good things in single exercises. So don't leave them out. Uh, they are essential. And you need, need to do these. Uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. On behalf of the whole sports performance team, We'll see you next time. Later. See you guys. guys.